are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Welcome to another edition of the Gang Recognized Gang Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Back one more again. What's up, man? What's up, good brother? How, how you man? how you been, man? Maintaining no sense of complaint. I looked I looked at the, the, the uh time today and looked at the calendar. I'm like, man, you know, Black History Month <laughs> gonna be over before you know it. <laughs> they could have gave us two more days. Hey man, man, at least we got 29, 29 days this year. Well, you know, we got we hey we, we, we actually got three hundred. We're three sixty five, baby. We're three six. 360. Oh yeah, that's right. Leap year. 366 days yes, of just sir. blackness. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, you know I saw uh, an IG post right with all of the, all of the divine nine shields on it, mm-hmm. and it said we are black history. Who started that? We started that. We started that first episode of the mm-hmm. year. Yeah, black. 2020 black excellence. Go back and listen to it if yeah. you haven't. Yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah, I actually said that on the show, didn't I? Yeah. We are we are walking Black History. The question: Did they have all nine, or did it just have eight? No, I had all nine. I believe they had all nine. Yeah. I saw a post yesterday that said, "Without six three, there would be no D nine." And and it was funny. <laughs> I was sitting, um, I was sitting across from one of y'all's frat brothers, mm-hmm. and we both flipped our phone to see if it was like six three upside down meant something else. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, the colors, the colors is without 1963, there will be no divine. Nine. <laughs> nah, 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 that was the joke. <laughs> and I had multiple responses, but it's Black History Month and I'm all about the uplift. So, I'm, hey, man, we going at each other's neck enough. Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say it on there. Poor, poor girl, King. Poor thing. So <laughs> she wasn't ready. <laughs> Gail. <laughs> she wasn't ready for, for Uncle Snoop. <laughs> I, I got. I didn't know you could be a funky, a funky head, dog face, a female dog. I'm trying not to say it because he said it so cold. I was so cold. I didn't know. I didn't know you could put that stream of words together and, and tie it into an insult. I had. I, you know, I um. Hey man, it's, it's a lot of Kobe fans out there to get. A lot of Kobe fans out there, man. You just gotta be careful. Like you gotta be careful, man. So I'm trying to be the guy that can see both sides of the spectrum, right? Fair. So that that that's part of my 2020 challenge is to try to see both sides of the discussion. Proud of you, man. That's I'm trying, I'm trying real hard. Stepping in the right direction. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be better, man. I'm trying yeah. To be better. And so I I had some. From the journalism side, I can see why that question was asked. I think my issue was, one, it's too soon. And I I think that maybe the follow-up questions pushed it, right? Um, but then I'm also, I don't want to say but. Additionally, I'm also standing on the whole entire... The rock where one it's Black History Month. Two, this individual is no longer on this side of the River Jordan to even vocalize his stance on what has happened. But then I'm also going back to 
um, he was not charged, right? They they settled out, and it was dropped. And so I'm I'm wondering, right? I I expected. Um, there was a white broadcaster, and she brought it up. I expected it out of her. Anytime a brother, um, anytime we have a person of color that transitions onto the next realm, there is always negativity brought on by media. Right, they they, sh- they the media picks and chooses what they shine their light on, and so we have seen the trend that um, whenever a person of color is in the spotlight of the media, whether it be um, a person of color has committed a crime or whether a person of color has lost their life, they they tend to shine the light in the dark areas of their individual's life, even if it's but a glimpse, right? Um, versus we can go to the South Carolina church shooting and the individual there was, you know, taken out in cuffs and he was offered what Burger King McDonald's Burger King. Yeah. Right. And they said this individual was suffering from mental illness. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, um, a young brother shoots a gun, but doesn't kill anyone. He's a minister society. Right. They, they take him down in the cuffs. He's shot multiple times. He's peacefully taken out, but he, this one's taken out on a stretcher, right? Rushed to the hospital because he has life-threatening injuries. And so I was... I, initially, I was pissed. I was pissed that Gail took that stance. Mm-hmm. But I have to commend Lisa Leslie. Oh yeah, she was riding for a boy. She was riding for like she was like, nah, what you not gonna do this? And she was very and she was very polite and eloquent when she, you know, when she kind of kind of checked her on the question. But you know what? Oprah did the same thing though. And that's why I kinda have a problem with like successful black media personalities going Mm -hmm. after us. Yeah. You know, because Oprah did the same thing with Michael Jackson when she did the interview after the documentary, the HBO documentary. And she interviewed the two guys. It's like Oprah. That's that's old information. You could have interviewed them dudes when he was alive. But here's the question: that If I you cared ask. that much, you know what I'm saying, right? If it, if if the the issue at hand is that important to you, how about you interview your friend Harvey? All in the pictures, all in the video. Yeah, why don't you Why don't you sit down <laughs> and you ask him these questions? Why haven't you brought the cameras to have a up close and personal with him? That's that's my that's my point, right? Because if that's your friend, you want to support him, right? Right. And if yeah. and if the if what you're doing is just trying to get to the 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 truth of the matter, why can't you do that with your friend, right? And so now I won't negate anything that Oprah Winfrey has done to the black community. Nah, nah, not right. at all, not at all. But we could we could agree to disagree. Absolutely. If we think something is foul, you know, I mean, after all, you know, <laughs> they bringing up old stuff with with dead people. Like they can go back and, and and address it, right? You know what I mean, right, right, right. So yeah, I'm I I'm I'm in a place where I'm I'm choosing not to respond to a whole lot of things. Um, another thing that I didn't respond to while we're on the not responding, yeah. Um, the Super Bowl halftime. Oh, Shakira and uh, J Lo. Hey man, 
It's Black History Month. It's the year of the black quarterback, though. I don't care. The, 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 the top four best quarterbacks in the NFL are all black. I'm with it. Shout out to Doug Williams. First black quarterback to win the Super Bowl. I, I'm with it. Right? Yeah. I'm, I haven't been supporting the NFL since 2016. Fair. Right? And so, um, where I was when the Super Bowl was on, right, it was it was, it was, was on the TV, but I wasn't subscribing to what was happening. Yeah. I did see the halftime show. Um, and there was a lot of people on, on my social media timelines that was complaining about it. Complaining about, oh, this has nothing to do with football, this wasn't family appropriate. And and I want to tell people, you can't pick and choose when to have standards. You can't. Man, right? because please let my you wife weren't, you weren't look making like J-Lo <laughs> when she's 50. And when I get married, <laughs> when I get married, please let my wife look like J-Lo at 50 years old. And I think that was part of the issue. I think that was part of the <laughs> issue. Not to mention, right, there was no complaints when uh, – who who did the show last year? Ah, um, uh, they Maroon did it. Five? Yeah, well, they did it in, in Atlanta. Yeah, was it yeah. Maroon Five? Yeah, it was one of them groups. Coldplay, Maroon somebody, Five. <laughs> somebody to get the disco. Yeah. I, I don't know. Some guy had his shirt off. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no one was complaining about that not being family friendly. Gotcha. So then someone was like, "Well, she was gyrating on a on a pole." Out of the whole entire thing, that's all you saw. Yeah. Shout out to any woman. That can do that on a pole at fifty years old. My so you we, should be commended and celebrated. We both we both know someone who was a pole dancer instructor. Yeah, man. Right? And she says it's one, it's good cardio, and it takes a lot of strength and endurance. Yeah, and it and it's like a confidence builder. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Right, and so like you might have saw on Facebook when the lady tapped me on my shoulder on the train. I saw that. Right? To ask me or to get me to agree with her disgust of the show. She wasn't ready for you. She wasn't. Yeah. Right? But I had time on that day. And I was <laughs> like, yo, just like you, like, does your TV remote work? You you had the power to change, but you now are deciding to complain about something that, like, doesn't add value to your life. If you didn't want to watch the show, if you was watching the Super Bowl with your children and you saw that it wasn't family appropriate, just change the damn channel, right? It's like, it's that simple. If you're in the car and a song comes on the radio and you don't want your children to hear it, do you complain about the radio station or do you just turn it? Because at one point in time, some of these individuals that was complaining about the show, I guarantee you some of their behavior was worse. But I'm not that type of person. I didn't, but you know what? I didn't think this show was like inappropriate. You know what I mean? You want to know what I did see on that stage? What's that? I saw a lot of people of color, and I loved it. Yeah, you know, I, don't I saw melanin from different countries, and I appreciated it. All of Shakira's dancers were people of color. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All of J Lo's dancers were people. Hey, you of color. gotta have some flavor to wind it up. Shakira was winding it up like <laughs> she. My homeboy <laughs> said. My, my, my homeboy said he. <laughs> <laughs> this was inappropriate by laughs. He said he forgot it was he was watching on TV and started throwing money at the screen. <laughs> but I said that's inappropriate. He was like, "You right? I just got excited." Man, I, you know, I, now don't get me wrong. I've never thought of J Lo as like halftime worthy performer. You know, as far as like, I never thought she could sing that well. But I, I did think she's, I think she's entertaining. And you know you could throw on the audio. That's track what the halftime show is for, yeah, entertainment. Yeah, you know, but I but I didn't see anything wrong with it, and it, you know, 
could could they have wind back the clock a little bit? Probably. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's nothing wrong with that. But J Lo's like 50. I think Shakira's like 45. And, and I think that was the issue. A lot of the people that was complaining about it, right? I'm gonna just rip the bandaid off. Was older white women. Mm. Who don't look anywhere near what J Lo looks like, and they're younger than J Lo. Mm. Nor do they have the abilities to do that. Mm. And and I'm I'm just keeping it funky, right? I'm scrolling on my timeline. I'm seeing people complain about this dumb shit, and I'm like, of all the things to complain about, this is what you're choosing to complain about. A halftime show that you chose to watch because you could have changed the channel. We live in a country of a lot of freedoms, and one is freedom to. <laughs> click the remote control that part else. that part a lot of freedoms man changing send, the channel is one of them send your kids out like there's a whole lot of commercials that aren't family friendly but i don't see you complaining about that yeah right there's some of these ads that people don't agree with for che- <laughs> almost cussed for cheerios right if you don't agree with what you see on the tv turn the damn channel that, that, no sorry. we're gonna we're gonna sit here and, and observe it and and, and and take notes and, and just going back and forth and over. respond on it on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and now TikTok <laughs> now TikTok <laughs> but I guarantee you if yeah. I keep clicking on some of their profile pictures and videos because some have yet to remove them from college days Ooh. some of the same stuff that we saw on the TV for a halftime show we can see on their Facebook profile mm. but that I'm not in that game no more I'm not in that game to call shit out like that you just say, know that I have, to, I have the potential to go back to do it. You say when Jenny on the block was out, <laughs> they had on the same outfit. Oh, today. Ba- baby fat. <laughs> they had on baby fat. <laughs> grinding up against the lockers Stop in the C section. <laughs> I ain't gonna call out no names. I ain't gonna call out no names, bro. It's 2020. Yeah. I'm trying to be better. You know, new. I, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm impressed, man. That, you bro. know, the, the devil advocacy. Listen, <laughs> you know, trying to see things I'm, from different perspectives. Bro, I'm trying my best. Yeah, that's that's impressive. I'm trying my best. That's impressive. But we only in February. Yeah, and I we got that, a long, we got a long year think, to go, man. I think the real reason <laughs> I'm not giving people what they really deserve is because it's Black History Month, and I will not be stressed during Black History Month. Hey, well, you know, in the I'm not gonna do it. In the in the in even the, though it lasts all year, I'm sorry. Hey, in the spirit of February. We're yeah. not gonna say black, you know, Black History Month, but in the spirit of February, yeah. um, I gave y'all, a, and, and when I say y'all, we got uh, my brother Larry Green here from I'm Trained to Go Fitness, who's gonna uh, guess bless us with some knowledge and some skills today in terms of what we need to do to get right. But uh, I gave everybody an assignment in terms of uh, selecting three, and you know, it could be fewer, it could be more black role models that have inspired you in some kind of way. And and I, I said I was going to uh, kind of do some research because I had never thought about it. I never thought about, you know, the, the black people that I thought was dope and inspired me to do something. You know what I mean? I, I had never thought about it from that regard. You know, you you when you're in a frat and, or you're uh, involved in a lot of <laughs> Afrocentric <laughs> organizations groups and activities afrocentric i never thought about it you know like yo who are the people that man if it if it wasn't for them you know i may not have been inspired to do x y and z Mm. right and so i I wrote them down and the first person that came to mind um was uh pernell sweet p whitaker four division boxing champ olympic gold medalist from North of Virginia. And I remember like in the early nineties, you know, he had an HBO contract Mm -hmm. and HBO would film his boxing matches at the Norfolk scope 
And it was just one instance when he came out with the Legion, North State Legion, the band, Spartan Legion. And he came out with the band from North State University. And it was at that moment I was like, yo, you can go from Norfolk to anywhere. Based off of Pernell Sweet P. Whitaker, man. Mm. Local. It inspired me. It, it just, it, he didn't inspire me to become a boxer. You know what I mean? But he inspired me from the standpoint of like, yo, you can be from wherever and go to the, 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 the greatest of heights. Yeah. I thought it was cold, man. Thought it was cold. Somebody else I picked out, man. I, I kept it, I kept it kind of local. Born in Richmond, Virginia, L. Douglas Wilder, the first African American uh, governor in the whole United States of A. Representing the Commonwealth of Virginia. Commonwealth. Yeah, and uh, he was elected to uh, the governor's mansion here in Virginia in uh, late '89. Served a, a one term from '90 to '94. And if it was for no L. Douglas Wilder, man, it wouldn't be an Obama. Like, think about that. We didn't get a first, <laughs> the first black governor <laughs> of any state <laughs> in the in the in the whole U.S. of A. wasn't until 1990. Think about that, man. That's crazy. Which isn't too far. That's not. <laughs> I remember 1990. <laughs> so, like you're laughing, you're laughing at me. I'm no head, but I remember 1990. Like yo, that's crazy to me, man. It was a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was a it was a few. Yeah, and and then we got the first black president in two thousand eight. Yeah. Yes. Almost thirty years later. That's crazy, man. So you know, shout out to uh, Governor Wilder, and then the third person that I picked for me, man, and I you know I kept it all Virginia. I kept it all Virginia. Was Pharrell Williams of the Neptunes. Um, Grammy Award winner, philanthropist. Uh, I guess he's a concert promoter now. <laughs> Something in the water. Something in the water. Something in the water. But just his accolades, man, and his his ability to kind of go across color lines and just really impact the whole world, man, through music, through uh, just his, his giving. You know, so I, I kept it a buck, man. I kept it all VA as far as, like, famous black folks that inspired me in some kind of way. Because I guess with all three of them, they just showed me about possibility was possible, man. And we, we need to see that. Because if we see it, then we be, we believe it. And if we believe it, we can achieve it. That's my Jesse Jackson. I was going to say, come on, Jesse. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. So I did my list. Mm-hmm. And in no particular order, uh, Auntie Maxine Waters. Right? Cole. Who is um, serving... She's a representative for the state of California. Um, just not afraid to do her job that she promised the citizens of California she would do, right? And to reclaim her time when others have tried to put her in a box. See, she has shown the nation that there ain't no box you can put me in. And so that she she's on my list. Um, I have Carl Brashear. Um, who was the first black master diver in the United States Navy. He was portrayed in the movie by um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, man. Right? And so um, with my man... Um, Is it Tommy Lee Jones? No, it was De Niro. It was De Niro? Yeah, Robert De Niro. Yeah. Um, his nickname in that movie was Cookie. 
Right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. And I don't think they understood that the harder they tried him, the better he would become. Right. And so just the grit and determination that he put forth to prove that no matter what you throw at me, I'm going to I'm going to reach my destination. So he's on my list. And then, of course, you know, my man, Joe Lewis Clark. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> they used to call me Batman. No, they used to. Yeah. <laughs> you call used me to crazy Joe. Joe now but now they can call, call me Batman. Batman. <laughs> um, the former principal of the notorious Eastside High in Patterson. New Jersey, um, Patterson, New Jersey was rough. Yeah, and just to see how um, he brought about a change for the good of all, even though it was going against what everyone else was doing. But that reminds me of like the current plight of individuals within the educational system. Right, everyone is fighting to get better education. Um, resources for all but especially those underserved populations um, who are often written off because of their zip code um, so Joe Lewis Clark um, Carl Brashear and Maxine Waters those are my three it's tough brother green welcome to the show pleasure to be here thank you yeah thank man you. so so uh we gave you this kind of same question what you come back with uh man the first one I would have to uh start with my father Oh, dope, dope. Right, right. My father, he, uh, Larry Green Sr., he actually planted this fitness bug in me or this seed at an early age, and I didn't even know what he did. But um, <clears throat> as a kid, he would have me in the gym. As a kid, he would have me running miles with him. I could remember being in the fourth grade and running three or four miles with my father. Um, didn't know I was running three or four miles, but at the time, at the time, but um, he definitely had me doing that. And, um, you know, if it wasn't for him, then I would not be walking my purpose now. Mm. I had to realize that as I got older, this was actually my lane. And because of that, it was because of him. So he would be my first. My second would be um, Michael Jordan, um, especially in uh, with the passing of uh, Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. And we all know that Kobe Bryant modeled his game after MJ. Um as a kid, I would watch Michael Jordan just dominate on the court. Like, he was unstoppable, and he, like, brought the game up of his team members. So, um, I just really – I know and he was flashy. He just kind of changed the game right. for me, right? And that was – you know, I, I loved it. And the fact that MJ was cut from his high school basketball team, as we all know, and um, he came back the next year with the determination to play ball, like – I just love the fact that when people continue to strive through and push through, even though in the face of adversity, like if MJ would have stopped, he wouldn't even. Hell, MJ like to think this about day. think about if he he said he if he quit if he quit or if he just stopped, like right. that's crazy, that's man. That's crazy, right? Then yeah. Kobe wasn't to model his game after MJ and Kobe. We might not even had a Kobe Bryant. Absolutely, it would be no the impact that Kobe had, you know. Absolutely. So, um, and my third would just have to be Mike Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, I know, right? Which mic you want, man? <laughs> Tyson, I know, right? Jordan, Jackson. <laughs> it would have to be Mike Tyson, Mike man. Tyson. Mike Tyson just came in the ring, and he dominated as well, and, and he had people scared to get in the ring. He did. Right mm-hmm. before he even stepped in the ring, he had already won the battle. Mm. Right? That's That's and I just, I, just love, I, I just love things like that, man. I just love the, 
you know, when people have that grit and that determination to just be the best. And the thing about Mike was that Mike would tell you he was scared every time he got into the ring. But when we're watching the fights, we have no idea that Mike's scared. We have no idea what's going on on the inside. So it's things like, and people like that, that I would have to shout out and pay homage to, right? Because they kind of showed me and paved the way for me to be like, hey, you know, go out there and get it. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Like if if Michael Jordan had said, you know what? Maybe maybe I maybe this basketball thing not for me. Right. Well, we knew baseball was. We definitely game. knew baseball <laughs> won this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, uh, craps table either. But <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that was that was petty. Low blow. It's black history. It's black history. But yeah, but imagine if Michael Jordan had quit like after his sophomore year of basketball team, like after he got cut. Yeah. And he was like, ah, you know what? I'll I'll just chill. The impact, man. That's scary. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wouldn't have sneakers. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, definitely be a part of it. But you know, and then you mentioned you mentioned Mike Tyson too, brother Green. As far as like intimidation and like that mental game, boxing is a brutal physical sport, mm-hmm. right? But but you articulated the fights are won between your two ears before you throw your first punch. That part, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I, I'll tell a story. What I, I'll tell a story about um, Brother Green's father. I remember I attended his wedding, and we'll kind of get into how we know each other in a few. But I attended his wedding, and that was the story that your father told the audience. He gave a speech. That was the story that he told everybody sure. about you all. You all being at uh, like Langley Air Force Base, For sure. and you was run like he was running like. Eight miles, you might have been eight, nine years old, sure. and you was running right with him, step yeah. for step. Crazy. So the fact that you know th- this, I'm trained to go fitness, came into existence because yo, you was, you was, you was doing, you was doing boot camp. <laughs> I had no idea, right? I had no idea for real. Man, respect, respect. Well, well, thank y'all fellas for sharing, man, because I just think you know we we, we need to appreciate uh, the people that came before us. Um, far beyond before and after the month of February, like you say on the GIG podcast with RLJ and Kev, Black History Month is a daily thing. So um, I appreciate y'all sharing. But, you know, as we kind of move forward with the show today, um, as I mentioned, uh, we have uh, my, my comrade, my brother, uh, brother Larry Green, who is on the show today to really talk about uh, fitness, men's wellness, um, I wanted him to be on the show to talk specifically about, you know, what we as brothers have to do to, uh, hey, man, we got to take care of our body. We only get one of them. And so um, brother brother Jay and myself, we kind of wanted some expertise. And so who, do, who, who better to bring on the show than some of our friends and colleagues? And so I'm excited about today. And I'm going to pass the floor over to, to Green, man. Yo, tell us about yourself, why you're here, what you're doing. We're excited to be here, man. I see you got the I'm trained to go shirt on. Hey, I'm I'm ready for the, the, the knowledge and the gems you're about to drop today, man. So yo, the floor is yours. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I definitely um appreciate the platform. Thank y'all for having me on the show, man. Health and fitness company, man, Northern Virginia area, man. Um, we helping people lose body weight. We helping people gain lean muscle, man. Um we're on social media right now. We got the Instagram going on, man. I'm trained to go fitness. If you haven't 
you know, came past the page, definitely check it out. I'm trained to go fitness, man. The mission is to help a million one people. A million one. A million one. Where, where did the one come from? Exactly. Because yeah. why, why not? Ah. Right. A million, but right out a million one. Because I'm trained to go. It's all about doing that extra thing, doing that extra step, take going that extra mile. You know what I'm saying? Get that next rep, doing that next set. So, a million, why well, stop at a million? We're going to do a million one. So, I go like one more set, one more rep. One more set, one more rep. Okay. Okay. So, when you, when you, what, what does it mean to be trained to go? I'm like how did how did how did it how did the name come about and how did you associate being trained to go with uh you know this this fitness mission that you've you've been on for the last few years? I'm trained to go is all about being prepared, man. If you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. Yeah. Fair. And that's what it's all about, man. Now, I was born in a crazy story and it had nothing to do with fitness, mm-hmm. but it evolved into this fitness thing. Okay. And definitely, but it all it was all inspiring. It was all born, and if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. So I want people to just have that confidence in themselves. Okay. The, the eye is not for me. So when I walk around, I say, I'm trained to go. The eye is never for me. The eye is for the person that's saying it. I'm trained to go because I want them to believe in themselves and they have the confidence that they can go forward and, and succeed in whatever they want to do. My thing is fitness. That my lane is fitness, and okay. I definitely believe everyone should have fitness and health in their lives. But if you have anything that you want to achieve in life, then you have to believe that you're trained to go, and you can go get that thing. How 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 have you embodied your mantra, if you will, mm-hmm. like to to be trained to go and to kind of give it your all and to establish goals and milestones? Like, where did it start? Like, what clicked in your head to say, you know what, this is what I'm going to be about? Right. So I was going through a rough patch in my area a couple of years ago in my life. Okay. Excuse me. And um, I needed something to um, give me that motivation. I needed something to give me that push. So I kind of, and like I said, it's a crazy story behind I'm trained to go, but I used that to kind of give me that thing to pull myself out of the depression that I was in. Mm-hmm. I was going through a rough patch with my, li- uh, with my wife, um, my father, my family, and I just needed something for to, to pull me out of that. And um, I, I kind of clinged on to that and believed it myself and just kind of went forward with it, man. Right, as far as just working out, like did, did you just wake up one day and say, yo, I'm going to go in and, and, and start, get, get on the bench press. I'm going to go in and... I got you. Yeah, I'm going to go in and I'm, I'm just going to get so ripped that nah. I'm going to scare people in the gym. So like I said, my father planned to see to me, so I always worked out my entire life, right? Mm-hmm. But... Um, you know, we try to find ourselves in this world, and I, you know, I have the corporate gig and I have a nine to five, but I wanted something that I want to own for myself. So I was trying to find my place in the world and for it to be real. That's good. Gotcha. So my thing is fitness. That's what I enjoy doing. So that's what I kind of clung to, and that's mm-hmm. how I was kind of that's how I came to be here now. Yeah. When when you uh, embarked on this journey, uh, why do you think that fitness and and, and health in general, is something that's often avoided in our community, in, in our culture. All right. Um, I just don't think that we're taught. You know, I was fortunate, you know, but at an early age, I don't think that uh, fitness and health is one of the things that um, in our community we are taught or to value that, right? So we miss out on that opportunity and not knowing the benefits that come through that and not really realizing the benefits that come through health and fitness. Mm-hmm. Um we just kind of miss out on that opportunity. Do you do you think that because you know either we're not taught or um, we take opportunities for granted 
um, do you think that is a uh, it's impacting some of the conditions and, and health con- health related issues that kind of plague and plague the black community, whether it be high blood pressure or diabetes. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the hypertension thing, I, I think I've seen it impact a wide variety of communities. And then also, um, you know, when we, <laughs> when society, what is, what is the, the quote, Brother Jay, when society gets a cold, black folks get pneumonia? Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that it? Yeah. Yeah, and black folks get pneumonia, and I just feel like things like hypertension, it's like rampant in our community, or things like diabetes where you would think you can control it. It's rampant in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your stance on... Um, you know, trying to be as preventive as possible. And that's the thing. Um, heart disease, mm. number one thing that's killing folks out here, right? And it's preventable. And it's preventable through fitness, you know? And it's preventable through um, going to get your regular checkups, your annual checkups. And that's something that we as black men don't do. Mm. So if you can get ahead of this thing and go get your annual physical, your annual health screenings, and you can get ahead of it and see what's happening and, uh, and then prevent it as well. And like, as far as fitness, um, Man, like, I'm kind of crazy with it. So I'm in the gym at least, like, you know, five days a week. Mm. But um, for your person who's just trying to get into it, it, it all steps with doing, you know, take your, your steps. Like, the thing to maintain your weight, it only takes 10,000 steps. Um, and if you want to see um, any, um, like, uh, weight loss from that, then, you know, anything above 10,000 steps promotes weight loss. So get you a Fitbit, track your steps. So it's little things that you can do instead of taking the elevator, you know, take the stairs, mm-hmm. you know. Um, like I said, I work a nine to five, so I'm sitting at my desk every day. So get up, stretch. There's tons of exercise that you can do right there on your chair. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just doing the little things that's kind of going to spark, um, you know, the bigger things. <laughs> when you when you look at uh, somebody who is just starting out or maybe somebody who's been out the game for a little bit. Yeah. Right. What are some things? That <laughs> Wait, you said out the game. What? Out the game. Well, out right, right. the gym. You know, okay. been in the gym. Okay. I just was like, yeah. I, no. I thought we was talking about fitness. Yeah, we talking about fitness. <laughs> ain't been in the gym. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, Go ahead. ain't been on the bike or Go nothing ahead. like that. But you know, maybe they have uh, some urges that they, you know, they've been talking about it for a while, but right. you know, they haven't done it. And you know, wh- what do you, what do you believe to be the reason why people don't do? Because yeah, why people don't do? Because you said you know, it takes ten thousand steps. To you know, maintain weight above sure. ten thousand steps to promote weight loss. For sure, right? And right. I, so I guess you know that you have to start somewhere. Right. But what preventing folks from saying, "Yo, I don't want diabetes," or you know, "I don't want hypertension," I want to get off this medication, mm-hmm. and actually taking those steps. What do you think? Of, what are some of the excuses that people use uh, to uh, pre- to to lean on as a crutch? Yeah, man. Um, the clients that I work with couple of things that I hear is um they're not disciplined. Mm. They're just not disciplined. They just don't want it bad enough to actually go out and do what's necessary in order to lose the weight or gain the muscle. So discipline is a huge factor in it. Um, accountability. A lot of people work with me just because they need that person to stay on them continually. Um, and if they don't have that person holding them accountable, then they won't hold themselves accountable. So then, like, then, then they fall off. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people, just like um, we all have our New Year's resolutions, people start. Right, and then three, four weeks go by, and people fall off. So then, but they need that person there to be like, "Hey, 
what happened? Mm-hmm. Like, why did you fall off? Like, get back on the train. Like, they need that motivation as well. So discipline, accountability, and motivation, people lack in those areas. Got it. And then some people, too, they just don't know what to do and where to start. So then they lack the education. So then I come in and provide that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always say, like, if you're looking to get into it, like health and fitness, then find a person who's healthy and model their behaviors. That's legit. That's good. That's legit. So what what advice would you have for because it, it, it's it takes 21 days to create a habit to create a habit um what do you what advice do you have for someone that may have on their vision board get back in the shape or to get in shape mm-hmm. and clearly just do it right you got to start with day 1 but what what advice could you give that's deeper than just start going to the gym or just start taking your 10,000. Like what are, what are some, some things that most of our listeners can do today that would help them have a healthier tomorrow? Got you. So you have to know where you are, right? So I I would recommend that that person create a journal and see exactly what are they doing? Like for the week, Mm -hmm. create a journal, start with day one. What time did you, Matter of fact, what time did you go to sleep? Because ad- adequate sleep is huge. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Right? okay. So, so what time did you go to sleep? What time did you wake up? How many hours of rest did you get? Was it quality? Hours of rest? Did you get eight hours? Like, you know, so again, go back to the tracker. See if you got, if you got eight hours, was it a good eight hours of quality rest? Or was you like in and out of your sleep? Was you in and out of realm? Mm. So like, check your rest first. Log your rest. When you, um, what did you eat for breakfast? Right? Um, what did you eat for lunch? Were you physically active that day? What did you ha- What did you put into your body? Pretty much, did mm-hmm. you drink right? When it comes to calories, did you get Did you get your carbs? Did you get your fats? Did you get your protein? Like, really log your entire day, then go back and look at it, and see and look at the areas that you could improve. Mm-hmm. I, I would definitely start with a daily journal that spreads out for the week. So you can see exactly what are you doing and then what are the areas that you can prove upon. Mm. That seems simple. And don't and don't skip over skip over happy hour at the <laughs> at the matchbox. And be honest. <laughs> be completely honest. <laughs> yo, I'm gonna keep a journal. I, 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 I'm only gonna tell But I'ma leave the journal in the card half doing happy hour. Yeah, half truths for yeah. the journal. <laughs> yeah. and, and then again for those who don't go get the annual screenings, like then go, you know, go to your primary care physician and, and get checked out. And see if you do have some complications or conditions going on on the inside. Hmm. For sure. You mm-hmm. gotta see where you are before you know where you're about to be headed. Understand. That's good. Yeah. Understand. That's good. When when you um kind of went on this journey, uh how do you go and get clients? Like do do people say, Man, uh you're you're in shape. Right. <laughs> you you in pretty you look pretty healthy. Uh maybe you know it, you know, you know what you're talking about or um, you know, do you have friends or friends that kind of recommend you? Mm-hmm. Like, how do how do you how how do how do you drum up your business? Not to give up, give away the secret sauce, right. but I also think some people might be um, apprehensive to seek out a trainer mm-hmm. or to seek out someone who man, this this guy pretty you know we got egos, we got pride and egos, man. It's like this, yeah, sure. this dude is shape. What I, what I need his advice for? <laughs> I'm trying to compete with him. Oh, right, man. you know, but that, but that's how that's the, that's the conversation that goes on in our head. Like, I hear, I is hear. he gonna is he gonna be willing to train me? I hear. 
because I don't look like him or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. how does that work? That process work? Well, I think um, for me, I felt like I had to look the part before, so it's believable to people. Mm-hmm. So, because people want to see that who they're dealing with or who they are trusting actually looks like he's in shape, he or she's in shape. So I had to look the part first, right? Then um, that was the first thing. And then it's really a referral base. When mm-hmm. I started working with people, then when I started getting them the results that they wanted, then they started entrusting the believing in me, and then they started referring me to others. And, and then it just kind of grew from there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not major with it right now, but definitely the clientele that comes my way is is all referral-based. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, I was on Instagram. I'm trained to go fitness on Instagram, but at the same time, I have videos on that just kind of motivating people to kind of get out there and work out. But I haven't received a client from social media. It has been people that I've actually interacted with on a one-on-one basis, mm-hmm. and then they referred me to others. Gotcha. And gotcha. That's just how, how so so you, you built some trust. I built some folks. trust. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And you know, and it's crazy too, right? When I first got into this, I had an internship um, at, a, at, a, at a gym. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the people pointed out that, you know, uh, personal training, it's, it's very personal. Right, and I and that kind of stuck with me. And as I kind of went down this journey, like it's crazy personal. Like when people, when you start working with clients, and you build that trust factor, they really start sharing their lives with you. They start telling you about their spouses. They mm-hmm. start telling you about their finances. Like mm-hmm. they really start trusting you. So I just kind of, um, you know, I'm a, you know, I, I'm an open ear. Yeah. I'm, I'm there to listen. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm there to do more than just help them meet their fitness and health goals because it ends up being more than that you develop a relationship mm. so now with developing any relationship of course there's always going to be some conflict right do you ever get like do you ever get like pissed off at a client like yo i told you not to eat that that wendy's or you know you you know you ain't you ain't do the jog you know you ain't job for 15 minutes like i told you like you had two crispy cream yeah donuts? two crispy cream like do really? you ever really yeah do you ever like like sp- not spaz on a client, if you will, but it's like, yo, come on, B. <laughs> like, you know, like, feel, yeah, come on, B. <laughs> nah, um, I don't, right? Mm. I, don't, I don't do that at all, right? I just kind of point out, so if they had a Krispy Kreme donut, I, I asked them, so, you, how, how, you know, how many calories was that donut? Do you, you know, do you know that, that that donut had a huge ton of fat in it? Do you know what that donut's doing to your body? Mm. Do you know that you're spinning your wheels? Like, I kind of point out the areas that that might have not been the best decision mm. and then I let them reflect on that but if I come at them like dude like what are you doing with the donut are you crazy like yeah. they may feel bad about that and I don't need them to feel bad I need them to correct the behavior mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right so I'm just pointing out what they could have done better in the situation got it and then we move forward okay so but I need them to talk to me I need them to trust me I don't need them to feel like if I tell him the truth then he's gonna come down on me and mm-hmm. then, right, and then, and then they won't tell me what's really happening. And then, when we're not meeting our goals, like, yeah, why aren't we meeting our goals? Like, and then, and, but they're not telling me everything that's going on in the situation. So, nah. What What was the hardest part on your fitness journey? What was What was the What was the the most challenging aspect of getting to where you are now? That's a great question, right? Because for a person who just really enjoys the grind in the gym, right? Um, 
You know what? The hardest part was the nutrition part. It was mm-hmm. two. You know, I would say the nutrition part, and then actually when I first got into it, um, I was all about show muscles. So all, I only cared about what the chest and the arms and what things look like. I didn't really care about, you know, the lower body extremities mm-hmm. as well. And you have to focus on that because when you build the foundation, it makes the upper body stronger as well. Um, but to go back to nutrition, that was the hardest part for me. Um, and then figuring out that puzzle. Because, you know, you know, there's a lot of different, like, I don't know, philosophies and theories about counting calories mm-hmm. and making sure that you got your right macronutrients and your proteins and your carbs and your fats and stuff like that. But that... That stuff really matters. And when you figure out that puzzle, then you're able to get to your goals a lot faster. Um, so that was the hardest part for me, kind of figuring out what exactly I needed to put into my body at what time I needed to put it into my body. Mm. So t- timing is key. Mm. Timing is huge. Mm-hmm. Timing is huge. Right. You have to eat the right things before you even get into the gym and allow your body to um, process those foods so then it provides you the energy that you need in order to, for you to get your good workout in. So, and then you have to fuel your body and, re- and put the right things back into your body in order to repair your muscles so you can come back stronger the next time. Because mm. the thing is, um, when you're in the gym, you're shredding your muscles, you're tearing your muscles. And it's, it's, a, it's a total like process that you're just tearing your body down. But the gains come in after you leave the gym in terms of what you put into your body to prepare it. So, but I had to learn that as well. Mm-hmm. So that's nutrition. Yeah. Do you think, do you think like, People are overdoing it as far as, um, you know, we got a running joke on the show. We call it yeah. veganism. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, people, people, people get mad at you. If you're not, if you're not a vegan, you know what I mean? Like have somebody like judging me, right, right, right. like straight up judging me. Cause right. I was like, yo, I don't, that ain't my thing. You right. know what I mean? Like, Congratulations. I'm glad you're on this walk, but that ain't for me. You. Right. Yeah. So do you, do you like, uh, endorse certain diets over others or like, is it, do you do you try to encourage people to really truly fi- figure out what they enjoy and what they like? Nobody mm-hmm. likes dieting, nobody likes counting calories, right. but I do think it's kind of jack. You know, if if you if you got your your body the way you have it, right. and you said, "Well, I'm a vegan," and uh, you know, I'm saying, "Well, yo, I like a chicken breast every now and then." Right. Every now and then, you know what I mean? Right. Like, chicken would you not time. work with me because I'm di- I didn't adopt your nutrition formula? You. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man, it's all about having a um a balanced diet, uh-huh. you know, and it's all it, you know it's all individualized for it's for that person. So if you're walking, if you're on your vegan walk, then that's fine, you know. And if we're working together, um, even on your you're on your vegan walk, and we all know that you need protein, there's plenty of protein sources um that don't come from animal products. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 fine. Yeah. Um, but I'm all about just having a well balanced plate. So you make sure you got your fats on the plate. You make sure you have your carbs on the plate. You make sure you have your protein on the plate. And wherever you get them sources from, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you need all three of those macronutrients in order for you to see results. So um, get your fruits, get your veggies, get your whole foods. Um, I would stay away from, like, your processed foods, mm-hmm. your sugars, your um, your added sugars. You know, if you're going to get sugar, then get it from a food. Get it from natural sources. Okay. Um. So yeah, man. Whole foods, stay away from processed foods, and then sugar is the enemy. When you when you kind of, I'm pretty sure you you heard every excuse in the book, as far as reasons why people don't work out or try to you know adopt a particular nutrition style. For sure. Um, one one uh, excuse I'm not saying is right or wrong, but I do believe it's legit. Is finances like it costs. 
to eat healthy. Is that a myth or is that something that um, you, you, you feel that you can still eat right with uh, a limited budget? You can still eat right on a limited budget. Mm. Now, you know, the cliche thing is like, you know, um, you got to invest in, you know, invest in yourself. Mm. And investing in yourself is going to cost you, right? So if you do prescribe or subscribe to animal products, then, like, you want to get that from great sources, right? So you do want to go organic, um, and you do want to go grass-fed, and that's going to cost you at the same time. But if you don't have the resources in order to buy those type of things, then, like, buy what you can't afford, mm-hmm. but just make sure that you have a balanced diet and a balanced, like, you know, just have a balanced diet. Mm-hmm. So, but, I mean... <laughs> and so, you know, a lot of our listeners are... Uh, Pushing the pushing the forty club. <laughs> Are they, they, we on the we on the down we on the downside of thirty. <laughs> the, the rough side of the mouth. <laughs> yeah, right. you know, and so and, and as, as brothers, you know, I'm gonna throw a wrist chip out there. You know, I, I haven't really hit the damn I'm forty. It's a wrap yet, and I'm trying to you know hold on and or keep with limited prime I had in the first place. Got it right, but you know, we, but that's a, a real thing. You know, as men. You know, we ain't coming out like Tyson in, in '86 anymore, man. It's mm-hmm. it's like a it's like Holyfield in a long twelve round fight. <laughs> we get, we're getting beat up. <laughs> like you know, age is a factor. You know, father time waits for no man. That's Correct. legit. So Correct. you know, for for the brothers that's out there, and you know they they're on the uh, the downside of thirty. What do you recommend for them? Brothers who are getting up in age. Yeah. What do I recommend? Yeah, because you know some people ain't gonna be in the. You say you in the gym five days a week. Yeah. Six days a week. Yeah. It's seven days <laughs> in the week, man. I, you know. I hear you. I don't yeah. know if I want to spend five or six in the gym. Yeah, I feel you. You know, it's recommended for you to get. Um, so all you need is an hour. What does it go? It's like three days a week. You put an hour in, so you just need three hours. In the week, mm-hmm. you know, to work out. Three hours. Three hours. That's it. That's it. That's it. So, and you can, I mean, that, and that's doable. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be, you don't have to hit the weights. I guess you have to kind of figure out what it is you, tr- what is your goal, mm-hmm. right? Because I know we're getting up in age and our bodies don't kind of respond and recover like they used to. So, um, weight training could be, you know, it could be a lot on the body it could be a lot of wear and tear mm. so at the same time if you don't want to do that then you can always do cardio and if you don't want to put the miles in like that then you can always do the bike mm-hmm. you can always do the row machine you can always jump rope like there's always different things that you could do if your body's going through a lot of aches and pains mm-hmm. so but you don't always got to be the guy in the gym picking up a dumbbell or a barbell trying to throw it around because we just you know like you said we're getting up in age so that stuff's going it's going wear and tear it's going to beat us up yeah yeah so you said three hours. Yeah, three hours. You can split that up. You can split that up. It's an hour a day. That's three days a week. You can do that on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Hell, if you wanted to, you could do thirty minutes, mm-hmm. right? You could do thirty minutes, thirty minutes on Monday. You could do so if you wanted to just do something. You wanted to be consistent. You could do thirty on Monday, thirty on Tuesday. You could just break it up like that. You you get your three hours a week. Like you see how he just removed that excuse. Mm-hmm. Can't even say I don't no. have the time. Nah. Can't even say he said three hours in a week. Yeah, three hours for sure. You hear that, brother Jay? 
Everybody got three hours. Everybody got three hours. Got three hours. Okay. And if you can't get to the gym, then I mean, there's tons of body weight exercises that you could do at home. Like, mm-hmm. give give us an, some examples. Yeah. Or you could do body weight squats. Mm-hmm. You could do sit ups. You could do crunches. Um, oh man, if you got a pair of what could you do? Oh, if you have um bands, mm-hmm. then I mean, you could wrap the bands. Like I'm looking at your stairs over here. Yeah, you could wrap this your bands around like the stairs going up but you could do roll you could pull it back and it could hit your back mm-hmm. you could do push-ups i mean it's kind of limitless okay on, on, on what you could do you just don't need you don't have to be in in the gym in order to get it in mm-hmm. and like i said you can always go back and fall back on your steps you yeah. can always get your steps and we all got to walk we all got to get to where we're going we all got to get to point a and b and you can get there by walking you mm-hmm. ain't always got to get there by you know driving Mm-hmm. Or you know, catching the elevator or whatever the case is, for sure. Do you do you think, like I guess, how would you break up the game, the fitness game? Is it is it fifty percent physical, fifty percent mental? Is it you know ten percent nutrition, forty percent mm-hmm. mental, fifty percent physical? Right. What what would your 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 take be on on like the formula wow. of success? I, I would keep it simple, man. I would say 60% nutrition, 40% um, physical activity, mm-hmm. right? So because the thing is, if you want to lose weight, you don't have to go to the gym to lose weight. You can just alter your diet and do it through nutrition, right? And you can drop weight that way. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to um, now if you want to tone up, right, if you want to lose weight, but then now say, say, for, say a man loses weight, but he loses his chest or he loses his legs and now he wants to kind of go in there and, build, and add the muscle to it. Now you have to go hit some weights. Now you have to do something physical fit to get there. Mm. But just to lose weight, you can totally do it through nutrition. Mm. What would be three things that people could do right now um, to alter their nutritional intake that would help them lose weight? Real simple. Something, something that's like, because a lot of times people have that excuse of, I don't want to pay for, you know, yeah. you know, healthy food costs more mm-hmm. or I don't have time to cook or to meal prep yeah. so that's why I'm always in Chick-fil-A's drive through line mm-hmm. or you know whenever they offering free stuff at the job you know I take two of them one for now and one for later mm-hmm. gotcha. um, Okay. do I need to modify the times I eat do I need to modify the cause I'm gonna eat the same thing okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm still gonna eat two yeah, of these steaks yeah but. for sure <laughs> so the nutritional intake um First thing, cut out the sugar. Mm-hmm. Let the sugar go all together. Okay, stop. I'm going to pause you there. When you say cut out the sugar, mm-hmm. tell me more. So, Because I like I like some little Debbie's every now and then. <laughs> Girl Scout cookies just came out and, you know. Okay, we can do this. So, and, you know, you got your Debbie's, right? If you're mm-hmm. eating eight Debbie's, how about you cut it down to four? Oh, okay. That's manageable. I ain't saying get mm-hmm. rid of them, right? Because then sometimes you have to set realistic goals. That part. Mm-hmm. That's right? fair. So, you can't let, you know, you eat eight Debbie's. So, don't, don't eat the whole box in one exactly. day. Exactly. Don't okay. do that, right? Okay. Um, drink more water. Okay. And the third thing I would say to alter your nutritional intake is um, introduce more veggies into your diet. Mm-hmm. Right? Veggies that give you that feeling of feeling satiated, that'll give you that feeling of feeling full. Mm-hmm. So introduce more uh, veggies into your diet. And they have fiber in them, and fiber will give you that full feeling as well. So definitely eat more veggies, um, limit your sugar. And drink more water. Drink more okay. Water. What time should be the ideal cutoff, like, for dinner? When when should be, like, the latest you should eat anything? Gotcha. So and I would say that depends on the time that you go to bed. 
because what happens is you want to get so when you're sleeping your body should be sleeping you shouldn't eat and then you're trying to sleep and your body's still digesting food because mm. now it's altering it's messing with your rest gotcha right so for myself i mean i, I need to do better at my rest and you know but um i would say cut off time you know 7 30. go to bed don't eat again until like 7 30. so i give you a body like 12 hours of complete rest and, and you know adequate uh sleep okay yeah so, but the thing you don't want to eat right before you go to bed because then you're not going to be able to rest because your body is going to be digesting the food mm-hmm. it's going to be messing with your rest so okay yeah cut it off early but then it depends on your schedule too you know you might have been running all day you it just depends on your schedule okay right and so ideally if i go to sleep at 10 o'clock 7 30 which should be the latest i should be eating if you go to bed at 10 o'clock uh-huh. so, so then that's glad you said that right so your last meal should be two to three hours before you go to sleep. There we go. Let's put it like okay. that. Okay. Appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so should I do breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or should I do smaller meals but more of the frequency? So, like, smaller but more meals. Would that make sense, what I just said? Yeah. Okay, because yeah, yeah. I confused myself the second yeah. time I said it. Smaller meals more frequently in the day versus three big meals. Three big, big meals. Um, You should eat. Two to three, how's it go, right? Every three hours, you should be eating a meal. Okay. Now, regardless if it's large or regardless if it's small, because the one thing is you want to keep your metabolism going the entire time, right? Because okay. mm-hmm. that's going to be burning the food. So regardless if the meal is small or large, three, every three hours, you should be putting something. You should be eating something. Okay. Right. Something that's not sugar. No um, little Debbie's every yeah. three hours. No, I wouldn't, yeah. Fair. That's fair. Fair. Um... So what's the problem then? Why are we why are we overly obese, and why are we um, out of shape? Out of shape, and stress, and hypertension. Because yeah. I know I'm out of stuff. shape. Yeah, I went man. to run a mile the other day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was rough. I couldn't even dial nine one one. My thumb was shaking. Yeah, <laughs> I'm scared to death to get out there, man. Bruh. I just know. <laughs> I just know it's going to be bad. And the sad no part was, I looked at I looked at where I was and realized I had to get home. Yeah. So I was like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Um, I think it's overconsumption of food. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're always eating. Mm-hmm. Like we're eating when we're stressed. We're eating when we're having a good time. Mm-hmm. Like we're eating for comfort instead of eating for like purpose and reason. Like, mm-hmm. like food is energy, right? But we take food as like I said we're stressed out or we're comfort or we're having a bad day so we overeat so I definitely think overconsumption um, is leads to obesity obviously right mm-hmm. um, and then again I think we're eating at the wrong times so I think we're eating late right like we're eating right before we go to bed right we're just not giving our time our body's time to digest the food so then it's just sitting on us mm-hmm. um, and then uh, what was the that was, I mean, that was it. Yeah, because yeah. I we we uh we get we get a lot of we we catch most of the cases as far as like poor health, man, especially mm-hmm. with black men. Yeah, uh, you know our average age of life is fifty nine and a half years old, man. Yeah. And I pray to God that ain't true. <laughs> pray to God it ain't true, man, because that means I got twenty summers left. Twenty, nineteen, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah. nineteen. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to live a little longer than that, mm-hmm. and so it's scary, you know. Because on one hand, the what you are, what you've articulated, brother Green, is the fact that it's not hard to eat right. 
but it does take a level of discipline to make sure that you eat right. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a hard thing, you know. It's not solving an equation or, you know, you know, you ain't got to catch catch a bullet with your teeth or anything. It, right. it doesn't take that level, <laughs> you know, it doesn't take that level of commitment to eat right. It, or does it? No, nah, I wouldn't. No, nah, it doesn't. It everybody's not out here trying to be a bodybuilder, mm-hmm. right? I would say that type that level of the game is definitely like that 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 just that's just a totally different game there right mm-hmm. but um if you want to start this journey right then start it with the little things right right if you don't eat vegetables eat more vegetables right if you're eating too many debbies cut down the debbies if you find yourself no offense to debbie you need right. no offense <laughs> right if you, if you find i call her deborah deborah <laughs> she grown now I um <laughs> sodas. I mean, we're all drinking crazy sodas. Like, mm-hmm. you know, limit the sodas. Yeah. You know, instead of the soda, like drink juice. Mm. Uh, if you don't want to, you know, a step better than that would be just consume water, right? So just take the baby steps, and the baby steps are going to lead you to like you're going to get to where you want to go just through baby steps, mm-hmm. right? Should should people um, invest their time into doing meal prep? I mean, meal prep is huge. I, I hmm. So it works for me, okay? Right, it works for me. Got a wife. I got two two kids. Um, meal prepping on Sundays. So then when we show up on Monday, right, when we're all home and the kids are back from school and we're from work, like we don't have to worry about cooking, right? Mm-hmm. We already know what it is. It's already in the fridge. All we gotta do is warm it up. So like just meal prepping from a times standpoint works wonders for my family. Um, but everyone just can't jump straight into meal prepping, and then a lot of people don't want to spend their Sundays meal prepping like you got to put the work up front and then it reaps the rewards on the back end and people don't want to do that right so if you don't want to prep for the week then just how about you know you prep your at least your lunch for mondays mm-hmm. like start somewhere small right or or prep your breakfast right and then just you, you do that monday through friday and then once you got that under control then then move to your lunches mm-hmm. okay right but I wouldn't say mm-hmm. meal prepping is for everybody but i definitely it's definitely an investment it definitely works mm-hmm. yeah well, I, I guess it probably helps from a budgeting standpoint, too, because you know what you're going to eat. For sure. And then, yeah. Right. And that's, I mean, great point. So when mm-hmm. you know what you're going to eat, then you're likely to make better choices, right? You, so you're not going to go downstairs and make a bad decision because you already have your lunch sitting in front of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you <laughs> hey, look, I only got $1 to spend. You know can't, I mean? sp- can't spend it twice. Hey, so <laughs> I said, it was a joke with my team. I was like, yo, 2020, we're not buying lunch every day. We're not buying lunch. Stop mm-hmm. asking me where am I going for lunch. The shit is expensive, it's especially expensive, if you work man. in the district. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Expensive. It's like 15, 17 bucks mm-hmm. a, a day for lunch. That add up, man. And that's if you got a good lunch special, right? And so um, I tell my team, hey, we're not, we not, uh, mm-hmm. no, stop, stop asking, stop inviting me. Because I'm tempted to go. When if you say a certain place that I want to go, I'm like, you know what, y'all, y'all ain't, y'all ain't, ain't no Chick Fil A beside where you work, is it? It is, oh. there is, but you know, I'm, I've limited my mm-hmm. Chick Fil A intake. Gotcha. Yeah, but there's an expectation that's near my job. Mm. <laughs> oh God, oh God. <laughs> How can you? All right, so keeping that in mind, for sure, for people that do like to um, visit food establishments. Okay. How can you stay disciplined while enjoying eating out? So um, look at the menu ahead of time. Mm. Right. Look at the menu ahead of time and see and look at the healthy options. 
Like you just want to get ahead of the curve, right? You, if you know you like your Chick Fil A sandwich, you like the fry, you like it with the cheese and the bacon and lettuce, tomatoes. Like, look at the Chick Fil A menu and try to grab like the wrap. Mm-hmm. Like, just look at the menu ahead of time before you go, and I mean, get rid of that stress yeah. and, mm-hmm. and anxiety. Okay. All day. That's why I guess that makes I guess that makes some sense. When 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 you think of it, when you're in the gym, right? Yeah. And, and like, what what do the brothers need to work on? Like, you know, this. It might this might not be based on scientific data or anything okay. like that, but yeah. you know what? What do you feel like as a as a man? We need to make sure that we we got in check. All right, you know when it comes to the gym. Got you, man. Yeah. Men need to work on their lower bodies, man. Men need to work on their legs. Okay. Like I will stress that. Like I said before, I, I stayed away from legs for years, and um, my gains went up when I started focusing on my legs, man. So men need to build that foundation at the bottom first. Men need to work on their cores. You see, you see a lot of men walking around, you know, and the cores aren't together. Mm-hmm. And, when, and by your core, I just don't mean your abs. I mean like from your abs to your lower back. And we're sitting down all day, so mm-hmm. a lot of us who are hitting that forty, we're, we're experiencing these lower back pains, mm-hmm. and that's because our cores is strengthened. Mm-hmm. So we need to strengthen our cores. Um, so your legs, your core, and I mean. Of course, we're going to hit our chest and our arms and stuff like that. But I will focus on the legs and the course and the cardio. Like the cardio is key. Mm-hmm. Like the cardio is going to help you. I mean, it's going to help your whole cardiovascular system. That's going to help your heart, right? That's going to pump the blood through your veins, right? So that's where we really need to focus on as well, too. Because you can walk around and be the most muscle-bound man, right, and have heart problems as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. right? Your heart fail, your body go. Yeah. So you need to focus on your heart and be, like, heart healthy as well. So. What are what are some things or exercises that men can do to strengthen their core? Um, planks, right away. Mm-hmm. And, it, and a plank is so easy, you don't even have to be in the gym to do a plank. You can be at home and do a plank. And what I did with myself was you start with 30-second planks, right? And you do 30-second planks for three sets. And once you can knock it out for 30 seconds, then you increase it for 15 seconds. So every time you, you, you get stronger, right? I know a guy that I work with, mm-hmm. he's doing three-minute planks easy. You know, mm. I did three minute planks. Uh, it was in the fall of two thousand and five. <laughs> in the fall of two thousand and five. And you know, I didn't really have any option. Mm-hmm. I think I, I. This is what was told to me. I remember the instructions. <laughs> All right. They told me, you know, I got into this this planking position, uh-huh. and it's like do that until I get tired. <laughs> and I was like. Do you mean until I get tired? Oh. And he was like, no, no. <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, no, no, no. You do it until I get tired. Uh-huh. So, you know, I, I was a plank max in <laughs> 2005. I ain't, I ain't touched a plank since. Them days really is long gone. <laughs> that sounds familiar. I think, it's a, I think it's a sandwich called a plank, man. <laughs> Matter of fact, I got to find that menu right now. <laughs> plank, man. So planking. So, and, and brothers, we could do that before going to bed. For mm-hmm. sure, you can yeah. do that before you go to bed. You can do that when you're waking up. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So planking, yeah. planking, that yeah. also helps. Like, there's a few yoga poses that helps. You know, it it strengthens, but it also allows things to move, mm-hmm. right? And so there's a one of the poses that a yoga instructor was like, "Yo, do this every morning, and, and it helps get you know your your organs waking up and things flowing." And I mm-hmm. hated her for like two weeks because mm-hmm. I did it for two weeks in mm-hmm. the morning. I was like, "Bro, this this hurts." But then after the third week, I was like, oh, this ain't so bad after all. Find out. I, mean, I, guess, I, guess, I guess I gotta bust down a 30 second plank tonight, man, before bed. Hey, go go live on IG. On IG? <laughs> nah, man, I ain't getting laughed out of the building. It ain't slick. 
Uh, I already put enough of my life on this damn show. Uh, had me looking crazy. Hey, yeah. you know, the plank session every night, GRG. <laughs> Everybody tune in, go Kev, live. Kev, oh, hashtag Kev's plank. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got your back, brother. I okay, got your back. I, I, yeah, you gonna be in the back laughing with the rest no, of I'm the match. No, I'm gonna be playing. Be playing. <laughs> playing right with my little Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You going for the four pack or the eight pack? Hey. <laughs> I'm right. He told me not to do eight no more. Yeah, he said, "Can't do, do eight. eight. You gotta drop it down. Hey, drop man. it down. Hey. Drop it down." But I, I don't. I don't know, man. I think it's. You know, I wanted to have this show because I really do feel it's important. You know, we can't be funny games all the time. Yeah. And I don't think we talk enough about health and wellness and nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, partly because, you know, we, we always stressed out, man. It seems like, brothers, man, we, we be stressed about everything. Yeah. You know, how, 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 does, how does working out relieve or alleviate stress? Uh, well, it puts you in a different mental state, mm-hmm. right? So um, I think I, nah, I don't want to throw statistics at you, but right. Um, just being physically active, man, puts you in a different mental state puts you in a different mood and um it curves depression mm-hmm. honestly man so i just live with the fat man yeah 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 mm. you know you mentioned you mentioned early on um that you know you were going through various challenges in your life and uh you found solace in, in working out yeah and then that became something else um when you know in those early days when you were experiencing you know stressors what would be your favorite thing to do when you went into the gym? Oh man, like, um, back then, I got, you know, I really got into squats. Mm. Like for myself, I get into the gym, I throw on my music, I throw on my headphones, and I just kind of zone out. And mm-hmm. a squat for me, a squat is a full body exercise, man. It's another thing that helps you with your core as well too, because you have to balance the bar in your back. So like, it's indirectly um, strengthening your core as well. Mm. Um, so for me. And it was a challenge because I've always done the upper body workouts, right? So I would get in there, I would throw my music on, I would throw my headphones on, man, I would just squat until like to failure, mm-hmm. you know. And um, damn, he said that. He said to failure. That yeah. means to <laughs> to the the bars on the back of my neck and my knees on the floor. Because right, I I, I I can't get it up until no I blacked out until in the I middle of the Lord's out. prayer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my he said to failure. <laughs> Out of the night to cut his feet. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Sitting there shaking. It's a failure. Yeah. Damn. Shit. Yeah, yo. Sure, man. That means we ain't going hard enough. Yo. Yo, that means we ain't going I'm just saying, man. Like, yo, whatever you want in life, you got to be willing to do it to failure. Yeah. Wow. That's heavy. Yeah, man. That's heavy, man. That's heavy. That's heavy. Hey, the strength after that, man. Mm-hmm. You build strength after that, Fair. man. Yeah. So. Man. I, I would do that, man. I yeah. would totally do that, man. Then my favorite exercise of all time is the bench press, too, man. Mm-hmm. So um, I would hop on the squat, then I would just bench press it out, man. Yeah. Yeah. What you think the ladies want us to do when we in the gym, man? What you think their preferences are? You know, I don't know. And that's the thing, man. The ladies want us, they want us to work on our legs. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I think that's, you know, we get it twisted. We think, like, we get their attention with the arms and the chest and the back and all that then. And that maybe does grab their attention, but they really want to see what's going on with the legs too. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I've heard plenty of legs. I got plenty of women clients, man. They always talk about men how how they disproportion, okay. how they big up top and little at the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, man, the women they love abs, man. Yeah. You know, but or a flat stomach, or you know, flat whatever stomach. the case is, man. Um, Damn, I ain't be, got nothing. I ain't got nothing. Yeah, well, and I'm still pulling it. <laughs> <I'm still, hey, laughs> <man. laughs> 
Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm not as good as I used to. It was a joke. It was a joke. Yeah, I see. It was a joke. I don't want no smoke. Yeah. No smoke. Flat, flat stomach, man. But you know the crazy part is, and and maybe you can answer this, right? There was a day, and there was a time. Yes, sir. When I was working out hard. Yes, sir. I was I was in the gym, like the stuff he would describe. I was in the gym for a little bit. Yes, sir. For a little bit, a couple about a about a summer and a half. Okay, summer. Summer and a half. Summer, summer, summer. Time. And yo, even after losing a lot of weight, I still didn't have like the flat stomach. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was a smaller stomach. I got you. But it wasn't like a flat stomach. Yep. And so I'm just trying to figure out, like, if I want to get back on this journey, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, do I need to go to a Dominican doctor myself? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I mean. Don't they got a little gun? They take some out of here, take some out of there, like, to remove it. Like, is that some legit stuff? Like, oh, am I crazy? I think you're crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. as, far as, as far as, like, to get a flat stomach, and maybe like you, you haven't like wh- well, what are the links that you have to go through to get a flat stomach with abs? Well, I feel you. You mentioned that you was in the gym heavy, right? But yeah. you didn't mention that you altered your nutrition. That too, yeah. So and that's where it's at, yeah. Right, that's where it's really at, man. So abs are made in the kitchen. Like, you know, flat stomachs are made in the kitchen, man. Mm-hmm. So you just have to, if you want the abs and you want a flat stomach, then you have to pay attention to what you're putting into your body, mm-hmm. and that's just what it is. Now, if you're doing, so your abs are going to get. They're gonna be bigger if you're like if you're working them out, right? Mm-hmm. So they're gonna grow. So you have these people who have like these huge abs, and that's through because they're in the gym doing the exercises. But they got to the flat stomach through the diet. Through the diet. Yeah. So it ain't all gym. It's mostly diet when it comes to the abs. I would say 60-40. So it, maybe it's a little hope. I don't know. But real, be be honest with me, man. What's up, man? I'll be forty in a minute, man. Yeah. A hot second. Yeah. You know, is it worth it? It's worth when you're it. 40? It's worth it if, if it means that much to you. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. But, I mean, I personally don't give a damn about no flat stomach and no abs. But if it means, if it's that important to that person, then, yeah. that's, then that's where it's at, right? Because uh-huh. obviously, man, I mean, uh, the toy's big IG was a big man. He was still pulling him, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you got, you know, flat stomach and abs, it's all about how do you feel about yourself. Ah, mm-hmm. Sure. Say that one more time, Brother Green. Right. It matters how you feel about yourself. Uh-huh. Don't matter about nothing else. Nah, man. It uh, really don't. Do you think that's where a lot of people go wrong when it, you know, when you when you kind of embark on this workout journey and trying to get eat healthy? Like, mm-hmm. it seems that a lot of people look at an end result, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or mm-hmm. somebody else that kind of has the kind of frame that maybe they're after. Mm-hmm. And then that's the goal. Mm-hmm. But, you know. From what you've articulated, uh, genetically, you could be different than that person. Sure. So there might not be a realistic goal, right? Sure. But I think a lot of us, we, we see like a, I, I look at it like silhouettes. We see a kind of silhouette that we want mm-hmm. to be our silhouette. Mm-hmm. Is that reasonable or is that something that, you know, we, we, how, how, do you, how do you manage expectations when you're working with your clients? That, and they say, yo, I want to, you know, I want to have the, the Hogan guns without the steroids and all that stuff. Yeah. You know. So when it definitely when it comes to weight loss, like the recommended amount of pounds that you lose a week is one to two, right? So that takes that tells you right there this is going to be a journey, right? So we're not going to get to this thing in thirty days, right? Mm-hmm. This is a journey. This is a lifestyle change. So I was trying to paint the picture that like this is a journey that we're on. Keep your expectations at a reasonable rate, right? And then like, what exactly are you looking for, mm-hmm. right? 
And do you want that or do you want that because you see that out? Uh, like, do you see that out in social media, right? Because uh, a lot of people, too, get discouraged because they're just looking. Because I mean, and it's crazy, right? Because you look at social media, right? And you look at all these fitness folks, right? And everybody's popping. Everybody mm-hmm. got the chest and the abs and all that popping, right? But you got to put it in perspective. Like, you don't really know what they're doing to put the work in. And you don't even, even know if it's real. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff can be photoshopped and you can be following somebody, right? And you can be getting all discouraged and all in your feelings about some just, just fake anyway. Yeah. Fitness catfish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? So, hmm. like, what do you really want? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A fitness catfish. Mm-hmm. Keep it in perspective, yeah. man. What do you really want? Damn. That's all right, man. So, uh, you know, we, we kind of gl- glossed over it when we, f- when we first started. Um, I know I know Brother Green from from college. Uh, met him at George Mason University. Shout out to the Patriots, and um, man, we kind of just clicked. Man, he was a few years behind me. Mm. Uh, we became fraternity brothers, and I've seen him blossom into this entrepreneur, this this corporate corporate dude with a, a wonderful wife and two beautiful kids. And um, I remember when though. Oh, yeah. I remember when. So I'm, I'm just happy to have you on the show. Amen. Because the come up is real. The come up is real, but it feels it feels as though, you know, you got to have some focus behind your come up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have some focus behind your come up because mm-hmm. you said that what prevents people from really achieving their goals is accountability and discipline. Huge. Damn. That I mean, brother Jay, that that could be applied to almost everything else in Absolutely. Life. When you when you agree, absolutely, yeah, man, man. Well, this has been a treat. So, how how can we find you on uh, on social media, and how can we get some some ITTG gear, and how can clients reach out to you to get support? You know, you're in the Northern Virginia area. Do you travel? Do I travel? Yeah, do you travel <laughs> in the Northern Virginia area? I definitely travel mm-hmm. um, in the Northern Virginia area. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. If you want need to get in contact with me, mm-hmm. um, my website, I'm trained to go.com. If you're looking for any apparel, um, I'm trained to go store.com. Um, Instagram, I'm trained to go fitness. Um, DM me, send me any messages, man. I'll respond within 24 hours. Let's link up. Let's get together. Let's work out. Man, that's all right. That's all right. What, what, what other parting words would you like to uh, bless our listeners with? Oh, man. I would say uh, it's a journey. I don't want to sound cliche, man, but like this, really, this thing right here is is really a journey. Uh, don't be discouraged. You know what? You will be discouraged on this journey, right? But it's all about being resilient and bouncing back. <clears throat> and that's you know that's a, a point where a lot of people like they they get discouraged and they fall off, and they don't have that resiliency in order to come back mm-hmm. and, and bounce back. You know, and I feel like that's the role that I play, and it's a very pivotal role as well. Um, so just like be encouraged, and even if you get discouraged, man, just uh, find something. You know, I, I talk, I tell a lot of people, right? You have to link your goals to your values, right? Mm-hmm. So if the goal is to lose weight, but and you value family, right? So then you're losing weight in order to be around for your family, mm-hmm. right? So then when you get discouraged or you fall off, think about why am I doing this? If you're doing it for your family then hopefully that motivates you to get back on course, right? And if that's not, then just keep peeling back the onion. So if it's not family, then peel it back even further. Like, is it the wife? Is it the kids? Mm-hmm. Like, just keep peeling back the onion to find 
What is it at your core value that you can link to your fitness goals? And whenever you find yourself being discouraged or falling off track, like think about that and hopefully it brings you back. So always link the, the goals to your values. Mm-hmm. I would say that, I would, you know, I, yeah, those would be my parting words, brother. Hey, Brother <laughs> Green, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank Absolutely. you so much for the content. Um, I'm trained to go fitness on IG. For sure. I'm trained to go fitness on IG. Drop him a DM. Uh, you know, just because he was on the show don't mean that it's some, some GRG discounts out there. But <laughs> you talk to him directly. Support black business. That part. Support black business. That part. And by supporting black business, it don't mean that everybody get a 50% discount. That part. Okay? And if you nothing gotta, else, <laughs> share the information that he's putting That's out on it, social man. media. Yeah. Right? It don't cost nothing to share. Nope. It don't cost you anything to share. Um, go like, like a, yeah, go like a picture. Follow, go like a video. Leave share a comment. A video. Absolutely. Um, you know, we all in this together. We are, man. So, you know, I, you know, I ain't really been on a little Debbie's. I probably need to cut back on my lattes in the morning, though. Yeah, get tea. Do tea. Uh, tea. Do tea instead. But I need something to get, you know, I, I'm sad. I, I didn't used to be like this. Mm-hmm. Needing a, a kick, kickstarter in the morning, you get know Get you what some I mean? tea. Tea? Green tea. Green tea? It's your choice. Good choice? Yeah. Okay. Black no black coffee straight. Yeah, no sugar, no cream. Hey, that's the kind of girl I need down with my tea. Yeah. <laughs> Black coffee gonna have me in the bathroom hey, as soon as I get to work. Well, if you make it to work, I don't like. I don't. And I don't like using the bathroom at work, man. That ain't nah. Huh? Too many people be in. Well, gather some depends and get your life. <laughs> man, on that note, man. On that note, yo, it's been a, a health and fitness edition. Yes, sir. Of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ. We are the gentlemen advancing the melanin, melanin evolution. evolution. Until next time, be light. Be fit. Be fit. And be light. And be light. Yay. Yeah.